0: Hello and welcome to Haunted HTX Podcast. I'm your host, Zach. We have a couple of short stories tonight, and I hope y'all enjoy them. So let's jump right in. Our first story comes from Robin. Okay, so here's one. We had just bought a house in Pearland, Texas. It was for sale by the owner, and after we made the deal, started to move in a week later. When we got there, another couple was moving out. We asked them why they were leaving, and they said the house was too small. But that wasn't the truth. Later we came to find out that they were afraid of the house. After just one month of living there, strange things started happening. We would see shadows walking down the hall, and hear our rocking chair in the living room rocking. One day, we took a picture of our Christmas tree with our three boys. When we got the picture developed shortly after, we could see a man standing next to the tree. One day, while watching TV, a candle had lit up by itself. And this candle was never lit. Another time, while sitting at the kitchen table, my son and I saw somebody run real fast past the window. We jolted out the side door, and there was nobody there we could see. During this time of living in the house, my wife and I battled constantly. The last thing that happened was one night my son was in his bedroom, and he called for me to come in. I went in and asked what he needed, and he looked at me and said a man was standing at the door, and had thrown a small BB at my son, and that it hit the window. Sure enough, that's where we found a BB laying on the windowsill. This story comes from Kai Lee. I was living in an old country home about 30 feet from an old cemetery at St. John's Lutheran Church in Brenham, Texas. It never bothered me living so close to a cemetery because my grandparents and my father were buried there. But the part of the cemetery that was closest to my house was the old graves section. 1880s, early 1900s. Many of those were children. So other than the occasional child footsteps in the house running down the hall, all was pretty quiet. In February of last year, during Snowmageddon, one thing still gives me chills to this day. After the heavy snowfall we got, I noticed child's footprints leaving a child's grave, and then going to an adult grave, and then vanishing. There were not any footprints anywhere else. I wish I could have gotten a picture, but I was a little freaked out. This story comes from Tony and is an ongoing event. I just recently moved to Houston, and I had just settled into my house. My first encounter was what sounded like footsteps and rattling dishes in the kitchen. My room is upstairs, and it's only me and my wife that lives there. We figured it was maybe rodents or something. Then, a couple of nights after that, I set a bag of garbage next to the stairs at the top. It couldn't accidentally be pushed down. I was going to use the bathroom and the bag moved, so I stopped. Then it, it just looked like it got kicked and fell down the stairs. I was half asleep at first, but I woke up immediately and went back to my room and waited until 6am to use the bathroom. The next one is where it gets bad. I was using the restroom, and I got chills down my spine. So I looked towards the stairs, and I saw the top half of a head looking at me from the stairs. I freaked out and started shaking midway through using the bathroom, and when it noticed me, it shot downstairs. I didn't hear any footsteps though. I slowly moved towards the stairs and looked down and saw a figure at the bottom of the stairs in a crouching position looking up at me. I freaked out and turned off the light in the hallway. As soon as I did, I heard footsteps rushing up the stairs. I started running to my room and closed the door. It felt like it was on my heels the whole time. It's been about four days since then, and all we've been hearing lately is a little movement downstairs. So we got a dog today to see if our minds are playing tricks on us. This story comes from Chris. So when my sister and I were kids, we slept together in the same bed. My mom was an avid doll collector, which she always blamed my sister for. It just so happened that this doll shelf hung right over our heads over the bed. Well, one night after our parents put us to bed, one of these dolls decided to jump down and tap me on the shoulder. I threw the blanket over my head in fear, and I'm guessing after it started tapping my sister as I lay there trembling in fear. The next thing I know, there was a scream coming from my sister, and I feel her jump and run out of the room. I got up, ran to the light, and turned it on, as the doll just drops limp on the bed. My mom and dad run into the room, panicking, asking what happened. We told them. That night, my dad put all the dolls in the house in the trash bin outside and set them on fire. It wasn't until after watching the Annabelle movie and doing some research did I realize the doll that tapped us that night was a Raggedy Ann doll. It's a pretty strange coincidence. Our last story comes from Brian. About six years ago, my cousin called me up out of the blue. She needed me to come over so we could catch up since the last time we saw each other was in high school. After putting her off for eight months, cause she never gave up, I finally went over there and let her cook me dinner. She lived in a nice house, way better than mine, and she cooked pretty well too. After dinner, we sat in the living room with her back to the hallway and me looking down it. As we were talking, this smoky gray cloud that seemed to be roiling came around the corner of the hallway and started moving toward my cousin. At first glance, I thought maybe I was just seeing things, but as it kept getting closer and closer, it looked like it was about to take over my cousin. Just as I was about to say something, the cloud stopped, appearing stunned that I could see it. It then slowly backed down the hallway, around the corner and then took a few peeks at me before it came back around the corner, traveled back through the hallway a lot faster this time, then it turned and went into the room that was right behind my cousin. I didn't see it anymore after that. My cousin saw that I was watching something and asked me what I saw. I tried to play it off like it was nothing, but she kept prying and wouldn't drop it, so I told her. That's when she came clean and told me that was the reason she asked me to come. She said something to the effect that she was told by some voice to get me there, to see what it was. Kind of strange to say the least. Anyways, I just wanted to leave after that, and I did, but that wasn't the end of the smoky black cloud. It followed me home. But then that's another story that involved my girlfriend. So whatever this thing was, going with me to the car, and on the way, I get a mental picture of a red-haired woman dressed in 1950s-style clothing, holding my hand and skipping along as we walked to my car. I felt her sit down in the passenger seat. Part of the story is omitted here. The next day I called my cousin and asked her if she knew anyone that looked like the spirit in my house. To her amazement, she claimed I had completely described her mother's mom right down to every little detail, even the smoking while she was cooking thing. I had never met her mom's mom, so I didn't know who the lady was that had invaded my peaceful little home and wreaked terror on my girlfriend. There were some things I had to tell her that her grandmother wanted her to know, personal things that she needed to sort out. That was just one of many stories I have, and there are more details to all of this, but too much to list, and all of it wasn't as creepy as this part except for the part when I got home with this entity and she went after my girlfriend, but that story is way crazy. Thank you for listening to this episode of Haunted HTX Podcast. Make sure to leave a five-star review and follow so you don't miss the next episode. I want to give a special thanks to Oscar for making the intro music, and thank you to Robin, Kylie, Tony, Chris, and Brian for sharing your stories with me. If you have a story you'd like to share, email me at hauntedhtx@gmail.com, at gmail.com. And don't forget to tell your friends about Haunted HTX Podcast. See y'all later!